All right. All right. All right. I did a cough for my cough, you know? Mm, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 124th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and uh, classroom again, buddy? Recording in the classroom? You, you're so right. Sneaky buddy, one could say. <laughs> I have yeah. once again infiltrated the corporation <laughs> of the University of Sterling. And I've stuck back into the classroom in which the last podcast was recorded. So, as per tradition that we will start now, I will send you another <laughs> sneaky pic of me uh, in this classroom. Alone. Excellent. I think this will this will become a new pod tradition. You know, we had the, the recordings at my place for a while. Then we had some school recordings. Then we've done some uni recordings. Now it's time for University of Sterling invasion recordings. <laughs> the invasion of all people's privacy recording. <laughs> You're actually recording in a full lecture hall right now. They're all just sitting quietly <laughs> waiting back They're for all you to finish. Here. I am the I am the lecturer. They're watching <laughs> how a master does a podcast. <laughs> you know, there's actually part of my um course at some point, I think we have to produce some kind of like creative work or something for something, whatever. And it said like either like a video essay or a podcast. And it's like you say it. You say a podcast? Do you know did, did I hear podcast? Do you know who you're fucking talking to? Also, by the way, uncensored pod. We're doing it. We're doing uncensored pod. It um I know we tried I that last to- week. Oh. Uh, I've, so good. I've skimmed the comments. It seems to be generally a supportive vibe. Um, and I, you know, I think it's uh, <laughs> with a few <laughs> animosity people. But. Yeah, <laughs> with a few people saying they'll never listen again. Um, but I think I think it's kind of the move. So get mm, get I ready like for that. Exciting stuff. But um, very excited. No, legit. I I went on a little cheeky sub crawl this weekend. Right, sub crawl, which is basic, which is basically you get on the subway and get off at each stop. And then go to whatever pub is closest and then get back after a pint. Very okay. cool time. Um, <laughs> also very alcoholic time. But <laughs> I got home at the, to the place we were hosted at very drunk at like four. I mean, uh, what? I mean, just slightly dizzy, you know. Uh, <laughs> I just, I was a little I'm tired. Getting, I was a bit pooped I, after the getting day. Way too, getting way too comfortable here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I feel like we're getting a little too... Just because the pod's uncensored doesn't mean we can be terrible role models. I had to sleep on the floor. It was very uncomfortable. But then I saw, you know what? Pod, the, a new uncensored pod is up. So I put my headphones in and just listened. And it was a brilliant uh, time. And you didn't connect to the speaker accidentally? This time I did not connect to the speaker, sadly. Uh, yeah, shame for your flatmates. They would have slept like But I did, I did somehow accidentally put it on loop. So I woke up at 9 a.m. And I went to bed at like four, so I, and it was the same episode playing. So I've been listening to the same episode on loop. It was just a very long episode. Um, As the best left I've had in years. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of the pod, actually, just um, on that note, the uh, I told my epic story of uh, happiness and, and redemption when um, I watched UFC 271 with a woman, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> last week. Um, and I mentioned that I brought it up on the pod, and she insisted on listening to that segment sitting right next to me. And um, ah. it was, as, as Nick Miller would, would say, this is my nightmare. That's how it felt, having to listen to the podcast <laughs> in the presence of someone. This is my nightmare! <laughs> we, I, we were talking about on the podcast. But she seemed to enjoy it, so it's all, it's all okay, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she, she's not she's not killed me yet <laughs> but um anyway let's let's pod let's 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 you know what <laughs> on the topic of podcasts <laughs> let's actually record one um <laughs> so today we have some mini reviews and by some i mean i have one we have some news I've got, and yeah. by some news i mean nothing that exciting and then we have i have a sneaky topic if you have a topic you want to suggest you can but i, I have one that i think could be kind of fun um, okay. Okay. And I'm thinking. Also, I'm thinking um, next week we mm. prepare a little something. That's uh, what I was going to we'll say. We'll talk in private. Ooh. But yes, behind a little behind the scenes action. Little... Mm, mm, exactly. Exactly. Well, today's um, topic. Actually, I'll, we'll, I'll reveal it to you when we get to it. But the listeners presumably already know because it's in the title and thumbnail, and that's how YouTube works. Oh, God, how do the listeners know more than I do in this podcast? <laughs> That's a sign of a truly poorly planned podcast. That literally, very meta, while recording it, you know less than the people listening to it uh, like a week from now. Um, also, by the way, we didn't we didn't even do anything last time to commemorate that it was pod one two three, the hundred twenty third episode. Pod one two three. Oh. We didn't even do anything. I don't know what we would. Okay, have done. so 
So what 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 do we do? Um, uh, I reckon twenty dabs on camera. <laughs> oh my God, I was gonna say one hundred twenty three dabs on camera. Oh, um, right, that makes much more sense. And then you can do one hundred twenty three wall twerks. Um, <laughs> Speaking of getting a little too comfortable, <laughs> I only have one menu review this week. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> Got one menu review. <laughs> um, <coughs> wait, I need a minute. <coughs> Sorry. All right, I'll fill the buster. <laughs> we are gathered here today okay, to commemorate I'm... the life of BHL Hudson. <laughs> yep. He was a man who loved to podcast, but loved to cough even more. I mean, loved is a strong word. <laughs> okay. A man who tolerated podcasting. <laughs> a man who, who had to sit through a few podcasts. A man who didn't even do something special for the 123rd episode of his podcast. Also, A man who did not even do 123 wall twerks for the 123rd episode. <laughs> also, we've done 123. Wild. Anyway... Um, my that one minute crazy. review, Euphoria. I've started watching Euphoria. Uh, why? Why? Because it was suggested by, mm. you know. Was, was, was this a deal you made with the devil that no. if she watches UFC, <laughs> no. you have to watch Euphoria? No, I, I wanted to watch Euphoria. I've heard, I've heard it's good. And, you know, I thought I'd give it a try. And it is good. I've seen, right. I've seen like five, I think five episodes. Knock your table if she's holding your hostage right now. <laughs> She's actually there's no right way here. he's doing. There's no way he's doing this out of his own free will, guys. I, I will. Nah, actually, no. We'll talk about this off camera. But the, actually, no, I'll just. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm jamming a lawsuit. No. Um, we'll talk about it off the air. But goddamn, I miss my mom. I, <laughs> back on track. Um, it's mm. really good. It's a. It's a very. What do you, What do you have against Euphoria? Have you seen it? No, uh, it's just the stigma around it. What's I guess. The, What's the stigma? Every, Everyone's like, oh, it's so, like, unrealistic high school, like... No, okay, that part's fair. There is a pretty funny... It's pretty funny because, like, one of the main characters who's this, like, jock guy, he, like, he looks like he's legitimately 35, and it's like, <laughs> Nate, whatever, you have to go to the principal's office. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot this isn't, like, a community college where he's, like, an adult getting some kind of degree. Like, he's actually supposed to be 17 years old. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah, that part is definitely kind of unintentionally funny. But overall, the show's, I mean, it's, it's good. It's uh, entertaining and, you know, <laughs> dramatic. And, like, it's, I don't know, it's, like, it's, it's a compelling story. And, like, it, it's, I wasn't expecting it to be as creative as it is. Like, it has a lot of creative editing and um, concepts and sort of the way it's presented. It's not just, like, sort of a typical drama. Like, it's, it's quite, the presentation of it makes it quite interesting. It has great actings and Dea, who... Up until now, I basically just had only seen in Spider-Man and um, mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman rides elephants or whatever, uh, and she's she's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's really good so far and has some has some poignant moments. I have to say. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I will continue watching definitely because I actually want to. I want to make that clear, and um, yeah, good stuff. Hmm. Hmm. I'm still not fully convinced, <laughs> but I will move on. Um, I don't think I've got many minimum reviews either. I think. Well, we'll start off with one that I know I've got, and then I feel like there's something else, but I can't remember right now. But anyways, I have finished oh. with watching with um, my girlfriend, oh. <laughs> who doesn't force me to watch Euphoria. <laughs> um, I finished uh, watching the first season of Daredevil, and I've mm. now moved on to the second season featuring El Punisher, <laughs> as he's known. <laughs> As Matt Murdock refers to him exclusively as throughout the season. In the courtroom. <laughs> Please. Frank Castle, a.k.a. the Punisher, is my client and I love him. Uh, <laughs> quote. And, and I want him to do 123 wall tours for me, please. <laughs> please, right now in this courtroom. <laughs> if you're innocent, do wall tours. <laughs> Just such a, honestly, such a badass uh, show and, and the second season when... When the, when the castle is introduced, it's just so good. It's it's like the worst season of Daredevil, but it's still that just speaks speaks to the quality of the show because it's still a really really good season. Mm. I forget is this is this the season with Elektra in it as well? It is who you famously hate for no reason. I guess I will live through that. Well, that's yeah, that's the main complaint I have with season two is that I remember it being very kind of disjointed feeling like it felt like two separate seasons. Like the Frank Castle thing happens and then basically just like stops and then it's the Elektra stuff and then like. Frank Castle kind of comes back at the end, but it feels a, I feel like they could have connected that stuff a little bit more. They were like trying to do mm. too many things, but just a badass show, isn't it? So, have you seen the it is just a hallway, like staircase fight with a chain or whatever? It's a good, it's a good part. Chain. Yeah, um, when he fights the bikers or whatever. 
It's like a one blinders. shot. You would have remembered. You should remember I, it anyway. But day, day. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've gotten to that one specifically. I remember there's okay. a badass fucking fight scene in the second season as well. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. But um, I'm only two two episodes into the second season. But I am excited. Hell yeah, hell yeah. By the way, is your girlfriend being similarly held hostage to watch Daredevil? Because that's kind of the, the vibe I'm getting here. Uh, absolutely, actually. <laughs> um. oh, yeah, okay. I, I appreciate the honesty. Um. <laughs> no, she, she's uh, big, in, big into the Marvel scene. She hasn't seen it, so I was like, you know what? Okay. Also, yeah. never ever say of anyone ever they are big into the Marvel scene. It's just, <laughs> it's just not a good way of phrasing anything ever. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's how, that's how I introduce you all the time at parties. <laughs> um, I've got this friend. He's big into the Marvel scene. <laughs> he kind of he dabbles a little bit in that uh, the Marvel side. <laughs> he of dabbles things, in really. the podcasting world. <laughs> what can I say? You probably heard of him. He doesn't censor podcasts now. It's pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, news. If that's all the mini reviewing you have, um, um, I think so. I might just start. Sh- oh, well, I will say um, I haven't seen the latest Attack on Titan season yet, but I will today. So I'll give a double. Oof. Or, I mean, whatever review next episode. To all those who are worried that I've missed it. Okay, well, guys, you can put down your pitchforks. You can stop screaming and crying. It will be guys, back you next can, week. Guys, you can, you, can, you can kiss your mother's goodbye. I mean, you don't have to kiss your mother's <laughs> goodbye. But, yeah, you can... <laughs> ominous warning. I'll be reviewing Attack on Titan next week, so you can kiss your mother's goodbye. <laughs> um, anyway... Moving on to the news. It came, it came out wrong, please. <laughs> um, first of all, did you see the Elvis trailer? <laughs> take that as a take that as a no. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I imagine this is also how you go up to people at parties. <laughs> did you by any chance catch the Elvis trailer that dropped last night? It looks pretty good. It has Austin Butler, who obviously is your favorite actor, as Elvis. <laughs> And Austin Asler. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Classic. And it also stars Tom Hanks. More like Tom Ooh. Asler. Wanks. <laughs> Tom Wanks. <laughs> Great. Good start. Um, and Tom Hanks is like a German music man. And he's like, I love Elvis. I want to make Elvis an Elvis man. And then Elvis is like, I want to do good things. And then, you know, drama or whatever. It looks pretty good. So is Tom Hanks like the, the villain of the story? I guess? Yeah. I think it actually, the trailer opens with Tom Hanks in his like German accent being like, some people would call me the villain of this story, but I think I'm Tom Wanks. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks pretty good. It looks kind of a, kind of like a Bohemian Rhapsody-ish, you know, vibe. And that other right. one, um, what was that other one that came out? Rocket Man. Rocket but not Man? as good as that. I still haven't seen Rocket Man. It's very good. But yeah, it looks, it looks pretty solid, I suppose. Um, then I know you're excited for this news. Um, okay. Brace yourself and hold on to your pants. There's a new Star Trek movie coming in 2024. Consider my pants flying <laughs> up the window currently. Goddamn, that is um, exciting news. Yeah, is Chris, this Chris Pine Tree. Your boy Chris Pine Tree is back, baby, and as is the rest of the cast, I'm guessing. And they're teaming up for another trekking. One last ride. One last ride. Um, I don't really care personally. I'm not. Huge into Star Trek. Although I did, nah. I've only seen, of all the movies, I've only seen the last one, Star Trek Beyond or something, where Idris Elba was like a gross alien man. And that one was fun. That was a really good movie. I've, I've never seen a single Star Trek thing. I don't, I've, never, I've never been able to really get into it. Not that I've tried, so, you know, it's kind of on me. Oh, like, it just seems like a nerdier, worse version of Star Wars, though. No? Yeah, and I, I mean, again, if you're offended by that, keep in mind we do a movie podcast that has 124 episodes. So if we're calling you nerdy... Don't take it too seriously, but I mean, it's it's sort of it, the, it's the same reason I can't really. I thought you say so. If we're calling you nerdy, we probably know what we're talking about. <laughs> so if we're calling you nerdy, you actually should hurt a lot more than if the average person called you nerdy. Um, no. <laughs> but um, the it kind of always reminded me of Doctor Who in a way, and maybe it's because they're both like I guess from a similar time period originally, and like that '60s sort of like you know television sort of vibe. But I don't know. Mm. I just it never. I never really loved it personally, but I did really enjoy the last movie. So, you know, Pine is a charismatic Pine man, so exciting, I guess. He's in a new movie where he's like, I was a soldier, and now I'm not a soldier, but I gotta come out of retirement or something. Anyway. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's another classic Pine mo- moment right there. When you mm-hmm. were a soldier, you were retired, but you gotta come out of retirement. Yeah, it's <laughs> iconic and very unique to Pine. <laughs> also, oh, speaking of which, actually... Um, they're making a nobody two, Bob Odenkirk said, or like that there might they might make a nobody two. So Ooh, okay. <clears throat> I don't really know. 
like I'm down, but it's the kind of it's a bit of a baby driver situation where like you don't really need a second. Yeah, it was like, a it was st- a nice fine on, contained one. Yeah, it's fine on a standalone kind of thing. It's yeah. Baby Driver two happening, by the way. I don't think I think we would have heard more about it if it was happening because they talked about it for a while and now like I haven't heard about it for a while, so I don't think so. But okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, then what? What's this? There's a Lord of the Rings anime movie coming in 2024. So I thought this would be kind of something up your alley. Ooh, okay. Called Lord the Lord of the Rings anime. The War of the Rohirrim. The story will depict the bloody saga be- behind Helm's Deep and the man in whose honor it was named, Helm Hammerhand, the legendary king of Rohan. Um, this is from Empire Online. So yeah, anyway. Okay. I, I you know, I thought cool. you, you Yo, like I- Lord of the Rings, you like... Um, are you are you not a fan of Lord of the Rings? I am, but because <clears throat> you also like anime and, and some such things, <laughs> and various. I mean, you have things. seen a few episodes of One Punch Man. No, You're damn right, I have. You're damn right, and I've seen a few episodes of Death Note. So you know, we move. Oh, right. It's it's you know he's he moves. Um, this I just saw today. Robert Downey Jr. and Shane Black are reuniting for a new movie. Um, Who's Shane Black? Shane Black, who you, I believe, refer to as Shane White or Shane Purple or Shane, you know, whatnot. Mm. Uh, he's the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys. Um, ah. Very talented director and writer. Also Iron Man 3. Um, and he's going to be playing Donald Westlake's Parker. A career criminal. <laughs> you never sounded more, like, disgusted and confused. Parker? <laughs> what is that? So- crafty seemingly irredeemable character i don't okay i don't know if this is a real person or like a a character or something anyway um it's also from empire i mean yeah i i'm very much down for more shane black stuff and more downey jr stuff you know robert downey jr i think his only movie since the mcu has been doolittle which is just a like scary fact out there for anyone <laughs> it's just just that's a terrifying thought to have isn't it <laughs> just having starred in the movie yeah i mean he was in that movie with robert duvall as like the judge or something but then he hasn't he hasn't really done anything let me I'm, i'll look this up but i don't think when is sherlock holmes 3 coming out i think it was supposed, it was supposed to come, to come out this come out. year yeah good i'm excited but they i mean also, yeah oh slightly unrelated note but speaking of marvel movies and the dates they came out yesterday Went to a little pub quiz, mm. as you know. Um, and it, there was a movie round, which was which movie it is, and the date it came out. Mm. And there was three different Marvel movies, and um, as well as Gladiator and The Terminator. And I named all the movies and then gave all of the correct dates. No. And, but my teammates weren't agreeing with me. They're like, oh, no, that's, there's no way Captain Marvel came out in... 2019 and there's no way this but, and this and this and i was like it it is guys <laughs> you knew because you you've been you went and then to they a woody's put, for it i went to a woody's and then they didn't believe me put it off and we lost the quiz wow i think you need new friends let's go that's podcasting for you now you've, you've put that is your, podcasting i have yeah a similar kind of vibe i mentioned that um trivia movie trivia thing that my film class did and although this is Arguably one of the more pathetic things a man can do in a film trivia context with film students, it made me the coolest man in the world, where the question came up, how many MCU films are there? And I proceeded to get the correct number by literally naming all of them in chronological order. (laughs) Damn, okay. Okay. Again, at a typical pub quiz, something you'd probably want to keep under wraps, much like the fact that you run a podcast, but when you're at a film (laughs) student trivia quiz... That is that actually, a power that is a, play. That is, that is something that gets you um, <laughs> a lot of street cred. Damn right. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Look <laughs> Imagine saying at a, sitting at a normal pub. <laughs> yeah, so um, I went to this trivia night the other night. They're like, oh, cool, cool. How, how'd it go? Well, I named every single Marvel movie <laughs> chronologically. Final piece of news. Adam Sandler is in this basketball movie for Netflix. Did you see this? I heard about this. It actually like, looks pretty good. It's not like a stupid Sandler comedy. It's like more of a serious thing. And he's like the, the teaser feel, is him. I feel like we've like, talked about this on the pod. We well, there wasn't a trailer. It was like announced or something. But all right, he's and, like giving this like is the trailer out now. Yeah, he's giving this motivational speech, and I mean it's a pretty cliche speech. It's like it sounds like it could be like in a car commercial or some shit. But like I don't know. It's Sandler kind of sells it. He's like, do you love the game of basketball? Because there are all these guys who love it, but. 
hard work beats talent and whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. But, it, you know, it looks, looks kind of so, cool. So, on a scale of zero to Patriots Day, how emotional did this make you? It's going to be, it's going to be a strong, um, it didn't make me at all emotional. <laughs> like, I can't even remember, like, half the stuff that happened in it. So, I'm going to say a heavy 10, I guess. <laughs> I must say a heavy Patriots Day. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, you know, we're not re-explaining the context of Patriots Day. We've done that before. Anyway. I'm sure everyone knows at this point. <laughs> it's, a, it's a worldwide phenomenon, this meme that you've made for some reason. Um, over, like, a genuinely tragic film that for some reason now you just used to mock me. Anyway. Uh, um, okay, that's the news. Good stuff. Now... Today's... Oh, speaking of news, not at all um, movie-related, but did you hear that the queen has COVID? No, what? Not, wait, which queen? Our queen or the British queen? The British queen. Oh, I did not know. I'm uh, sad, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Just... <laughs> I don't know. You threw quite a curveball at me. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to... I'm like, I, I guess that's not a... I guess I'm not happy about the queen dying. I mean, she, I know she's old enough, isn't she? <laughs> you can't say that. You're gonna get like Buckingham Palace, which sounds like a sexual. What term, does that mean? But I, I meant it as in like the Buckingham Palace guards, like with their big hats, are gonna come after you. <laughs> You're gonna receive the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, that, which is also what I believe the which king just... says to the queen every night. And I know there's not a king for the record, but whatever. <laughs> and I want you to know that my <laughs> regal knowledge is sublime. It's almost and I know as good no as my chronological MCU chronology knowledge. Thank you very much. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> you'd um. think it'd get cooler every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think I'd get more and more friends with every film I named, but it turns out actually every film I named, one person exited the room. Anyway, the topic that I've written down here and that will go in the title is movie franchises that need to die. Now, uh, I'd like to elaborate and explain. Okay. Um, it's because I was thinking of doing uh, like movies that need sequels, and we can still probably do that. Mm. But because we're, I've realized like we're living in a time where every movie has a sequel and it's a franchise and all this stuff. So I was actually thinking a more interesting one, and then I remembered, I think like five years ago there was a Mr. Sunday video about this, and obviously the movie landscape has changed since then. Um, like movie franchise that need to die. So. <clears throat> Movie franchise that obviously it's kind of a harsh way of putting it, but you know, it works in a title, I suppose. Unless YouTube doesn't yeah, like yeah. the word die, in which case maybe that doesn't work. But like, you know, it more means like movie franchises that need to like take a break, re maybe revamp. Like, if you're, if you're <laughs> movie gonna... franchises that really need to take a step back and look in the mirror. <laughs> if they want to keep it going, like maybe do a reboot in like 10 years or something, but just for, for the time being, like, let's 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 chill out, you know what I mean? Um, mm. so I mean, I can give you a few examples and. And if you can come up with any in that tiny little pea brain of yours, then um, you can also throw them in here. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so movie franchise that basically I think should take a break and maybe come back later. But for now, I think I think we've had enough. How, how does that sound? That you know what? that's that's a very diplomatic and beautiful way of, ra of phrasing it. Thank you. As opposed to the title, which says movie franchises that need to die. <laughs> so the first one that I have here, and I think although you. In your initial reaction may be to disagree and try to fight me, try to absolutely Buckingham Palace me. Uh, I think no, no, no. I think I think it, I know what you're going to say, and I most likely will agree and won't need to Buckingham Palace you. Well, I have <laughs> I have written pirates, pirates. I know and I agree. That was going to be my first one as well. Yeah, I love it. You know, the best franchise out there, possibly. You know, um, um. Actually, not possibly. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but the original three mas cinematic masterpieces. Like, nothing compares. Mm. Fourth one's still good. Fifth one, genuinely puke garbage movie. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I agree with the same, on the same kind of wavelength of that they've definitely diminished in quality over time. Um, mm. And I think, yeah, it's just one that they... They kind of struck gold with the first one, and to a lesser extent, the next two, where it was like... No, to the same extent, but, <laughs> but go on. It was this fun, like... It just had it had energy. Like, that's the that's the main thing that I feel like is lacking from the last two. Like, it had this, like, mm -hmm. this fun, like, feel to it that feels, like, lively, and, like, people wanted to yeah, make it, it, and, like, it was... Yeah, people really... Yeah, it was... It felt like just, like, a fun project that wasn't taken too seriously, whilst at the same time it was done really well. Mm. And and then the next but, two just feel a little bit, 
the f- like the fourth one is is fine because and I know you probably don't agree with me that you think the fifth one's better than the fourth, but it's it's also just the the cat and sparrow, the cat and Jack Sparrow energy that's mm. that's still there in the fourth one that I that I think like his charisma and and everything is is still whilst maybe to a slightly lesser degree it's still there as it is in the first three, but in the fifth one it seems like a completely different guy and I just I don't like it. Yeah. By the way, fun fact. Did you know that the the fourth one is like one of, if not maybe the most expensive movie ever made? Or at least at the time, it was the most expensive movie ever made. That's ridiculous. Really? How does that happen? Who who well, was in charge how, of that? How much, it made a lot of money, surely. Yeah, but still, I mean, I assume it all went into that one scene where Captain Jack Sparrow jumps off the exploding thing and he goes like, I will not be doing that again. Does everybody see that? Because I will not be doing it again. And I assume it also went to Gibbs becoming the map, which I think happened in that movie. Um, <laughs> anyone sure. who hasn't seen it, it just sounds like a very weird like <laughs> transformation. <laughs> and then Gibbs just turns into an animated cartoon map and helps out Johnny throughout the film. Honestly, I'd, I'd watch that movie. I'd watch the shit out of that, actually. That sounds great. Um, that sounds like a funny Yo, movie. Actually, maybe this French I shouldn't die. Uh... We got one good idea left in the bank. But yeah, so in terms of like the future, they were talking about doing a sixth one. I don't know what the status of that was. Didn't they say they were going to recast Jack Sparrow or do a new Jack Sparrow? I think or... they're going to do a... There was talks of uh, Margot Robbie becoming Jack Sparrow or something like that. Or like, I think... I don't think she was going to be the character, but she was going to be like the new like lead in the Pirates franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, it doesn't sound terrible necessarily, but it's just like... I think it's just oh, a bit also, of a Jurassic World situation, isn't it? Where it's like you take what's well, like generally like magical movies, and then you turn it into something that's much less magical. Gra- granted, they have turned less magical on their own, but it would just feel like a bit of a, like a weird revamp that's not really necessary. Yeah, it's like this franchisization, which obviously was already a franchise, but like it feels more like just like kind of pump the movies out because it has like a name people mm-hmm. recognize. Um, also, at the yeah. end of the last one, there was an end credit scene where Orlando Bloom like gets attacked by the Crab Man Barbosa. No. Uh, who's the... Davy Jones. Remember that? Davy Jones? Like, he sees, like, What's a Davy Jones uh, shadow in his dream, and then he, like, wakes up. He's like, oh. That's, oh, that's my Orlando Bloom that impression. Was, that, was the, that, was a, that was a sexual dream. That was the wettest dream I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> God, morning wood is real. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I love it if that's the scene where, like, he sees this horrifying image of, like, his worst enemy, and the camera just pans out, and it's, like, couples retreat-style John Favreau with the boner from, like, the massage table. <laughs> yeah, I think they should take some time off, and, like, if they want to... Like, I'm talking about, it like, it's, like, a person at a job or something. But, like, if they if they want to revamp it, like, at some point, and, you know, with Margot Robbie or new... Like, a new direction. I guess I could see that working mm. if they, like, have the energy back and they make it, like, its own independent thing. There's some example where they did that that really worked that I can't think of right now, but... For the time being, I think it's like it was a special kind of thing, especially with the character of Jack Sparrow being so important to it. And I think they should they should let it rest for a bit, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I agree. I love the franchise and I love it. And the reason why I say this is because I love it, because I don't want it to get ruined further. Mm. True because, dad. You know, true, <laughs> true dad. <laughs> um, well, no, we did touch on it, so I think I might uh, mention it here. I do have written down Jurassic movies might be a franchise mm. that I think should which I think is going to <clears throat> like simmer it's, down it, now cuz they did say Yeah, like, it said it's the final yeah, like chapter the, the or epic something. conclusion to the Jurassic Pratathon and I think that's probably for the best at the moment. Um mm-hmm. I, Again, mean, I haven't I haven't seen the second one of the Jurassic Pratathon movies, but like it just from from what it sounds or like from what people say, it doesn't it doesn't sound like it's it's the vibe, you know? No, the I think the problem is also they've been like like, the first one is so iconic. And then even though I know you like the, the second and third, and I, I do as well, like, to a certain extent. And I actually quite like Jurassic World, just, like, in that it's sort of, like, a fun summer blockbuster or whatever. But they it does just feel like the same movie. Like, mm. again, it, like, it has the same tropes. And then the T-Rex chases them. And then there's the moment, like, where it's all quiet. And then there's the big foot stomp. And it's, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's, like... To what point does the <clears throat> iconic scenes become just... Dull boring and yeah and it's i don't know and i think like that's why i'm a little excited for the new one because like at least it looks like a bit of a different direction with like you know and because it's the last one i feel like maybe they can just like go all out and but even even in like then the later movies when they've tried to do new stuff it just doesn't feel very inventive or exciting like you know they always 
have a new genetically modified dinosaur that's even bigger and scarier and has more teeth and- Why do they even do the genetically modified dinosaurs? Like, what's the point? I don't know, yeah. B.D. Wong, why do you keep doing that? It never works. You're definitely gonna die in the next movie. And he like- I, I hope he dies in the next movie. It ha I mean, it's been coming for, since like the first movie, so like- he better. If he doesn't, if Chris Pratt doesn't shoot him square in the head, I'll be very... Like, he doesn't even get eaten by <laughs> Chris dinosaur. Pratt doesn't just impale him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. if, if Dr. Alan Grant doesn't just absolutely garrot him, and that's how the film ends. It's <laughs> like a 10 minute Imagine super that. brutal realistic strangling. <laughs> famous, <laughs> famous archaeologist, <laughs> Dr. Alan Grant goes up behind Dr. Wong and just... Just slits his throat with a karambit knife. <laughs> and he stares death into the camera for a solid, like, couple minutes. It's set up like the dinosaur's about to get him. Finally, he gets his comeuppance, and then Dr. Alan Grant's like, no, no, wait here. Wait here, dinosaur. And just goes over and just pummels him and just beats him <laughs> to death. It'd be funny if, if he's got... What's that movie with Adam Sandler where he can pause time? Click. Click. So imagine. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me okay. out. Okay. All right. I... You are a director, and I'm pitching this idea to you, and I want you to have an, have an open mind. Okay. All right. So, everything that has happened up until now is the same in the Jurassic World Pratathan series. We're towards the end of the movie. Dr. Wong, is, his, his leg is broken. He's scrambling. There's three velociraptors <laughs> encroaching. There, he's he's going to die. There's no way. Suddenly, you hear, <laughs> from the skies. <laughs> Dr. Alan Grant leaps in and presses click. As he presses his clicker. The dinosaurs pause. The world goes still, apart from Wong. Wong looks at him and says, Thank you, Alan. And then Dr. Alan Grant hits him with a truck. <laughs> from off screen? Just, he somehow gets one. <laughs> he unclicks the truck that he's paused a few days ago and he just comes zooming into Wong's face. You know what? Yeah, we're saying these franchises need to die, but we're coming up with great ideas here, so maybe maybe they shouldn't. Yeah, maybe just just listen to us. Maybe like, we just need like a full Jurassic like... Clickathon. <laughs> um But yeah, anyway, we've got a little sidetrack there. Um I think What was I saying? Yeah, the Jurassic movies, you know, they just They're fine. Like then the, the Maybe it's just because the last one was a bit of a stinker, but I think after this one, yeah, need a bit of a break and then maybe, you know, try something similar in, in later years when you can, maybe also you can do something different with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Okay. I've got, I've got one. Ooh. And I mean, it is, again, it is dying out soon, I think, but the Fast and Furious franchise. Mmm. See, yeah. How I... many movies can they keep doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree. The thing is, I, I was thinking about putting it on the list. I have like a honorable mentions list that the Fast and Furious one is on. And I definitely agree that the last one made it feel like a franchise that should, that's like running out of steam. Ha, pun kind of intended, I guess. Cars don't really run out of steam, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I got where you're going. It, it, it worked, beautiful. it worked. It, thank you. Um, yeah, it's just... Not that they haven't thought of new things to do. Like, they keep doing new things. Like, they had a big... In the last one, they had a magnet car. And, and spoilers, Tyrese went to space. That's... You know, I, I didn't misspeak. Tyrese went to space. Um, <laughs> I'm not making this up. You really did hear that first time here, ladies and gentlemen. I, Tyrese Gibson went to the moon. <laughs> and, quite frankly, I wish he'd stayed there. I'm kidding. But, <laughs> it just... Yeah. It's, it's... It was kind of an exhausting film to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I thought even, like, the, the one before that with, the, like, the submarine and stuff like that, I was like, oh, come on, like, what's going on? Yeah, it, it sort of, it's crossed the line from, like, <laughs> sounds way too serious, it's crossed the line, but, like, it's, like, <laughs> I feel like it's crossed the line a bit from being fun and ridiculous and, like, just fun popcorn thing, and, of course, you know, we're not trying to be Grinches, like, of course, people still go to them and have that and enjoy them in that sense, but for me, like, the last one, I went into it hoping it would be that, and I just didn't get that out of it, like, it, it feels like they're... Tr it felt like they hit a kind of special fun mark with, I guess, like, Seven around there. And I liked Eight as well, but, like, with Seven where they were, mm -hmm. like, really ridiculous, but they, they kind of had this feeling to it that, like, this feeling of genuineness in a weird way or, like, authenticity no, yeah, that made it kind of fun. It's, it's, also, it's also the fact that I think, yeah, I think, as you said, I think Seven would have been the perfect way or perfect movie to end it because that's also kind of, like, like paying respect to, to, to Paul Walker. Not that, like, obviously... One 
shouldn't be obliged to end a franchise because one of the leads uh, isn't there anymore. Like they, the way they did it made sense and mm. allowed them to do like more movies. But like I think it was such a like sweet wholesome ending where like the drive off like see you later brother or whatever they say. And like I feel like if they'd ended it there, it would have been it would have been good. Yeah, I think that would have been like a, a perfect thing. And I because think that that, they're just they're just making it re- more ridiculous and more ridiculous to the point where it's like, ah, come on, what's going on here? Yeah, the th- that's the thing about the last one where it there with seven. What I mean also like by they found that like perfect sweet spot. It kind of almost feels like they didn't know they were being too ridiculous, and there was something kind of charming in that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and, and it was yeah. it was it was obviously super ridiculous, but it wasn't like nonsense whereas with the with the latest few i feel like you know they've now seen all the reaction they know they're like okay like people think we're ridiculous and like these movies are stupid so let's just go let's just go even more stupid let's just and you know they're kind of self-aware and it's a little bit cringe like in the last one's a bit cringy like yeah, they're trying to like, like one up themselves meme about like we to- can never die and it's like it's not as fun if you then like it's just it go was, to space tyrese well it was just nonsense like it just felt like just it, there was not that there was usually something like super grounding about it but there was nothing like to hold it together, it just felt like a bunch of like Looney Tunes skits that just wasn't very fun. And I feel like they're just gonna keep doing that because yeah. they keep. It feels, money it feels like they're just trying to like one up the last stunt, like Mission Impossible style, but in a shit way. Yeah, but they don't pay like, attention like, I mean, to making an interesting film, which yeah, Mission Impossible to, to, does. To to quote the great uh, Goldblum. Who, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Fletcher Mundo. Uh. It's a good old-fashioned cock-off. And it's a cock off with these movies. They're just trying to one up each other. <laughs> I mean, I know this is the same movie, but like, or same franchise, but like, each movie they're just being like, oh yeah, okay, no, you yeah. jump out of a building with a car. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> what do we do next? Oh yeah, let's let's ride cars on a submarine in the Arctic. Okay, dope. Let's take Tyrese to space. <laughs> not dope. It's not a good idea. It's, it's not terrible. Cool. You're ruining space. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> ruining, you're you're ruining space and time here. <laughs> I agree that they they do kind of, yeah, they they've cock off themselves, and I think also, on a Jurassic note little Goldblum quote, they were so mm. occupied with what they could do that they never focused on what they should do. So, you know, it's not the exact quote, but he says something like that. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a good shout. Um, uh, I've written here The Matrix. I don't think you saw the last Matrix movie. Um, I have not. I, I mean, I'm not super qualified to talk about this because I've only seen the first and the last, the last one. I haven't seen two and three in full. I think I've seen... I think I might have seen one of them a long time ago or I've seen, like, parts of them, but... Again, just movies that are kind of like the first one was great, and then I feel like it's from what I have seen of the others, it's just a okay, this formula that like they all kind of feel the same. Like this late this latest Matrix movie, like the first thirty minutes were pretty fun and creative, and the rest of it was so mm. boring and dull and just like felt like the same kind of Matrixy cliches over and over again. And this like here's this planet that I don't give a flying fuck about and i'm just sorry that's kind of mean but like i don't know yeah <laughs> matrix here's this planet that i literally could not give less of a shit about <laughs> thank you movie um yeah but i don't know i don't have much to actually i'll, I'll group that with ghostbusters because it's a similar one where i don't have much to say about it because i've only seen the first and the last one but i don't know mm. again controversial takes here because uh everyone seemed to love the latest ghostbusters and again i didn't hate it i actually kind of liked it a bit you know and had some no you told me on the download that you hated it (laughs) again the way it ended with all the old ghostbusters coming back and again some people loved it and that's great but um i don't know it just felt kind of like one of those things where it's like let's bring back the old thing and (laughs) i'm not referring to the ghostbusters is that let's bring back (laughs) the old old bill murray (laughs) no but like let's do you think do you think it'll be a similar note in Jurassic Park now that they're bringing back everyone? I kind of well, that's that's one thing that I didn't love about the trailer. Where I got that vibe, and it's just again like we talked about last week, where they keep doing these things where it's like let's just bring back a thing that people liked in the '80s, and it just feels. I know I'm like not this is not a new take or anything, but it just it's starting to feel a little bit sad and a little bit like I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't like it, and that's the thing. If they hadn't had that, I probably wouldn't put Ghostbusters in this way because I didn't think the rest of the movie was that bad. It was it was kind of fun, and that's also mm. just a quick rant on Ghostbusters, which again I didn't hate. That's such a weird thing about that movie <laughs> where like it's clearly meant to be a kids movie for a new generation of like like it's not meant for old Ghostbusters fans. But then the spoiler alert: basically the conflict is resolved or at least helped to be resolved by all the old Ghostbusters showing up and all the kids watching this movie are gonna be like, who are these three old men and this actual ghost who's helping out? Like, 
<laughs> he's still, still stuck on the fact that he's a ghost. It upset me a little bit. I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't want people to be dead and then brought back as an actual ghost in a movie. It's weird. I don't know. I watched I watched the honest trailer for it. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I haven't. But they say like the moment like like they're like the first moment he comes back, he like hugs a little girl or something like that. Mm. That's apparently like a quite sweet moment. Yeah. And if he'd gone away there, it would it would have been fine. But then he just stays. <laughs> he's awkwardly there, and he I think he shoots some ghosts and stuff, and it's like, he's like in an action sequence. I'm sure they made action figures of this dead man's ghost. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. It's, don't yeah, know. okay, yeah. It feels dirty. It, it had like a touching moment, I guess, but you could have, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, enough Ghostbusters rants. I just think maybe they should, because also they tried to do the, you know, the 2016 one, which wasn't great by all accounts, and I don't know, maybe maybe give it, give it a rest and you know mm. if there's a new fresh way of doing it which they sort of did in the last one but then didn't by the end do that yeah but I'm, I'm, i'll say like the first three ghostbuster movies <clears throat> they're just so iconic that i think any child who knows or wants to watch the new ghostbuster stuff they will also be watching or have watched the old one so they'll know i guess but it I won't have think, the same like effect i don't think kids want to watch ghostbusters from 1984 i i it could be wrong. Like, I'm sure they are familiar with the pop culture, but also maybe not. Kids, I mean, remember, kids who are seeing... Kids movie, are stupid these days. <laughs> they were... Okay, okay this is going to be one of those, like, boomer moments, so get ready for that. But, like, okay. ki- a, ki- a kid who would see this in the cinema now was born in, like, 2012. Isn't that weird to think about? Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Kids, that is weird to think about. Some kids who still. are seeing this movie, like, and like the kids who are the target demographic for this movie, were born after I created my YouTube channel. You know what I mean? That weirds me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm growing old and we're all going to die someday. It's just thoughts that I'm that's having. Scar- that's related a, that's to a scary posters. thought. Um, but anyway. <laughs> One day I'll be a CGI ghost fighting with Bill Murray. You know? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> but Bill Murray is still there. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill Murray would never die. Um, Bill Murray could not die. For the record, this was recorded on Monday, so Bill Murray has died between now and Friday. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that we are spitting straight lies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Do you have any any others? Or I have, I have some more here. <laughs> do you have any others? Or can I can I continue with this fucking? <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I hate about the ghost and Ghostbusters. Would you have liked it more if they made him <laughs> a zombie? Uh, <laughs> that would, just like completely feral and like gross. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> like fucking mauling Bill Murray. <laughs> he's like, he, he puts his hand up off the ground, like crawls out of the earth, and his granddaughter of the movie's like, "Oh my god, he's hideous. He looks terrible. He's so <laughs> scary." He's so scary, and then he's just like fucking <laughs> World War C zombie stuff. In the credits, it still says Feral. <laughs> <laughs> the director thinks he did something genuinely touching. It was a tasteful tribute. Oh my god. <laughs> it's beautifully animated so that it's like. It looks exactly like him. There's no mistaking. Director's very proud of that fact. But he's just so horrifically scarred and zombie-like. Uh, okay, now we're becoming the horrible people. We've turned, we were slowly moving away from the bit. We're just genuinely doing it. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, Harold. Harold. <laughs> <laughs> in the credits sorry Harold <laughs> sorry Harold and then next slide to Harold <laughs> next slide winky face <laughs> sorry Harold next slide in parentheses not sorry I feel like that's not a, not one of our most tasteful bits, but you know what? Save him. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's actually our most tasteful bit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um, so do, so do you have one? Oh my god. Jesus, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here crying. <laughs> that's what podcasts do to you. 
they ruin you emotionally. Well, I have, I have, I have some more. If you, if you need a little, ah, uh, you go, inspiration. you go, you go. Um, this one isn't technically like a franchise, but I thought it, it still counted. Uh, live action Disney remakes, I think, should, um, mm. should kind of shut up. Although I think <laughs> <laughs> should kind of get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think they are, kind of are, because I don't remember the last one. I mean, like, I guess Cruella, Wasn't the last one, like, Mowgli? <laughs> Mowgli was, like, four years ago, but that's... What was it? Oh, no, the last one was Aladdin, was it? Might, yeah, Aladdin or The Lion King and, you know, those Cruella. They did, like, a Lady and the Tramp one on Disney Plus that no one watched. Mm. But see, like, the, the Cruella one, I think that's something you can do, because it's not, like, a just complete remake. Yeah. Not, I mean, that's more of a remake than, like, just a rendition. Mm-hmm. That feels like a, um, a new so that, take on the story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like so, like the new takes, and the same with like Malevolent or whatever. The Maleficent. Like that's also fine. Is it Maleficent? All right. Um, that I think is also. I think those are okay. Like not my favorite movies, but like something that I would watch. Whereas like, yeah, just like complete. Like the Lion King is just basically a shot-for-shot shot remake of the previous Lion King. There's like no surprises there at all. Yeah, I think yeah, I I I agree. I don't I didn't love like Maleficent or um I mean I like Cruella a bit, but I agree that I like that conceptually much more because it's you know, it's a new thing where like the the live action ones, even though I really liked the Jungle Book when it came out, I haven't you know, thought about it since, but like it just the concept just kind of baffles me the more I think about it. I think it's one of those things that maybe in like 10 years or something we'll look back on and be like that was fucking weird. That like like, remaking these animated films, like, the, the highlight of it is the animation. Like, the fact that it is this, like, cartoon that's cute, that it's fun. And, like, the fact that they made it, I guess, like, I know it makes money and people liked it. But I haven't even seen the Lion King one, so I shouldn't be judging it. Mm, but I mean, from, from everything I've heard, it's, like, it's just, you know, basically shot for shot. But yeah, it is. They look I, mean, I mean, apart from the one fact that they changed, that they shouldn't have changed, where they started saying, can you feel the love tonight in broad daylight? It's so stupid. <laughs> But yeah, like, like, that's really triggered. That's that's my herald moment. That's something that's really triggered me for like somewhat no reason. But we'll like, bring that up just, for for every episode going forward. Mm, please. But yeah, I just I, I don't know. It just it's so weird to do that with. Again, just like it looks so much uglier. Like it's like it's cool as an idea. Like if you wanted to do that as like a YouTube video or something, it's like look, we made the Lion King, but it's you know they all look realistic. And like if you had a huge budget, or whatever, okay. But like. To make it like a story and a film, I don't know. It just feels weird. And the, yeah. the other ones, they made, like, like a Cinderella. lot of the emotion. Like, I think obviously, like, and obviously, you can't really get around this. But like, a lot of the emotional scenes are made slightly weird by the fact that there's no like actual expression in the eyes yeah. of the animals. Yeah, so you think they're like, like Simba's like crying that Mufasa's been trampled by a thousand freaking wildebeest. <laughs> And then he's just like, his eyes are just the exact same. And then you hear the voice going, Dad, me. Like, yeah. Simba, what the yeah. fuck's going on here? It's just such a weird, I, it just removes so much life from it. It's just such a, again, like, I feel like we're kind of like, we've gotten used to it, so no one really thinks about it. But like, it's just such a weird thing to do. Like, I don't know. why. It is such a weird thing yeah. to do. Anyway, so that's, um, and like even, yeah, something like Cinderella, which like is an okay movie. But again, it's just like, at least I get that more. Because like, you know, it's with people and you can like, do a different take on it and like it's a story that's been remade mm. a bunch of times i mean i I haven't, I have not seen the cinderella one it was also pretty so like I, whatever like kind of a little dull like I, I know it wasn't really made for me but i don't know yeah it was made specifically for me a college student <laughs> t- guy in his 20s mm. do you uh do you have, do you have one or i, I have another <laughs> um so uh do you have a do you have one so, i do have so one thanks for watching um <laughs> I do have one. Um, I mean, we've talked about this <clears throat> multiple times before as well, but the Indiana Jones franchise. That was going to be my next one, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, Absolutely. It's like the fact that they even made the, the latest one, big mistake, I think. The f- yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan, but like, I can appreciate some of the, like, the fun adventure stuff that's, that's in the movies. But the whole point of it is that it's a fun, like, exotic adventure with a guy who's who's actually fit and aged well enough <laughs> to be able to do those things. Yeah. We don't we don't need an 80-year-old Harrison Ford stumbling about. <laughs> yeah, this is on I don't want to be mean cuz I love Harrison, but like the whole point of those films is that 
he's a he's a fun, cool like adventurer who you like you want to be, and you like he's. <laughs> what you're saying is that you do not want to be Harrison in his current state. <laughs> no, like, like you don't. The whole point is that like he doesn't have like a great character arc or anything. Like he's you know he, there's some to his character, but like it's not about like this amazing character story. It's about he's like the coolest like idealized version of like an adventurer and a protagonist, and like that's mm. why it's fun to follow him and like. That's why it's different with something like Logan, for example, where old man, you know, Logan is interesting and like, because he's this character with this tragic suffering and <clears throat> yeah, tragic. You can and do like this gritty backstory here. It's just you do, yeah, nothing really changes about the whole aura. Oh no, like the aura definitely changes, but like the whole like backstory about the actor yeah. or the, the character. But it's just it's just basically Indiana Jones. But he like he's he's old. Yeah, it's like it's not. It almost feels, in a weird way, like a favor to Harrison Ford, and I know, I know it isn't, but I'm just saying, like, it's like, oh, you know, we gotta make another one with, you know, with Harrison, because that'd be fun. But it's like, it doesn't work for the movie, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it doesn't. No. It's not fun to watch, really. And like, the last one wasn't Ooh. really fun, and this one's t like 12, 12 years later, and and he was old in that. And again, I'm not trying to old shame Harrison Ford. I'm just saying, like, and like the next one, they're gonna do like a bunch of flashbacks with like de aging and stuff, and I guess maybe that could be fun, but. I don't know, it's just not suited. I think it'd be much better to make a new similar franchise or even hand it off to mm. someone, you know, a new character. Like, he's like, okay, and wasn't, now I pass was, on. Wasn't there talks of someone becoming, like, the new Indiana Jones? Yeah, I think they talked about maybe Chris Pratt or maybe that was just, like, rumors or something. But, like, I don't know. Just, I don't think Chris Pratt would be good for it. But, like, but, like, someone a little more, like, I don't want to say a little more charming, but, like, someone a little more, like... I don't want to say nothing, but <laughs> Ryan Gosling could be a shout. I like, yeah, because, like, he has, uh, you know, that's the great shout. Because he has the comedic element, but he also, he's, like, he's kind of cool. Like the thing He's about, also beautifully looking. <laughs> yeah, I also want to lick his face. Like, the thing about Chris Pratt is he's, like, he's he's fun and he's, like, cool, but he's, like, in this more kind of goofy way, you know, like, with Star-Lord. Like, he sort of plays the more, like, goofy yeah. sort of character. Whereas, like, yeah, Ryan Gosling, I feel like he pull off a bit of that, like, cool sort of Indiana Jones yeah. vibe. So, yeah, I think. <laughs> Whereas I think Ryan Gosling is cool. <laughs> As a really cool man myself who can name all of the Marvel films in chronological order of release, I think Ryan Gosling could be the man for the job. Um, but yeah, I think after this next one, I don't think they wouldn't make a sixth one. But, you know, maybe they can pull it around with this next one because it's James Mangold, the director of Loken. So, you know, that could be something interesting. But I don't know. I think, yeah, give it. Uh, give it a rest, maybe. Uh, and now I think we'll wrap it up there for the topic. I'll just, my honorable mentions, uh, Despicable Me, like, you know, obvious reasons. It's just not, I don't know, mm. but it's also a kid's franchise, so what do I care? And Transformers, um, you know, I like Bumblebee, yeah. but otherwise those films have been kind of obnoxious for a while, but maybe they're going to be good. And I also put, like, maybe Star Wars, just because, like, I don't know, There's so it's such a big yeah. franchise, so it's hard to say, but like just with the movies, I think it's good that they're I don't taking think, a Yeah, I think like Star Wars, they'll definitely be made more Star Wars movies, but take a, take a little break. Take a, yeah, which I think they're doing currently. Like, I don't think, I don't know what the next Star Wars movie is. Like, there's a ton of TV stuff coming out, which, you know, should be fun, like Obi-Wan and stuff, but after the last trilogy, take a little bit of break and then come back with a new energy. Anyway, it's now time for... The Tom News. Let's see what our boy has been up to today. Bushveld Town in thrall as Tom Cruise choppers in. Let's go. We're back to Tom Cruise just taking a helicopter to random places. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, where is... I've, I've, I've missed it. Where is Bushveld? South Africa. Okay. Ah, uh, South Africa. Bushveld. He flew in and a helicopter and some wildlife on a private wildlife estate. And he, okay, great, whatever. He, he flew in on a chopper. I, I just feel like Tom Cruise choppers wherever he wants. And he, like, he could land on the street outside my accommodation right now, and I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> or sad at all. Yeah, no, I'd actually, it'd actually be, be pretty cool. I'm, I'm a bit of a fan. Um, I, I, I kind of love Tom Cruise. <laughs> now it's time for the announcements and such. Take it away, us right now. Uh, first Ooh, of all, right now, GC Green sent in a exclusive leaked version of the Doctor Strange 2 trailer on Twitter. And by that, I, of no. course, mean it was the Doctor Strange 2 trailer part where he's talking to Patrick Stewart, Professor X, and then he intercut the Beast Mode video. <laughs> so, um, good stuff all around. Um, mm -hmm. Also, mm -hmm. by the way, just another story. Um, and on this mysterious 
woman who I keep mentioning, who I probably shouldn't mention as much. She probably, she found it charming once, but she'll probably hate it if I keep doing it. But um, <laughs> we were talking about going to the movies and I just hear from like over at the, at the desk, she's like, what's dog? I burst out laughing. Like <laughs> immediately just picture. What's, what our, is dog? Our deep fan fiction about it. Um, so yeah, let's look at, let's look at some comments. Movie guy says, hashtag uncensored the PPP. ZJ13 says uncensored the pod. So, you know, some, some support um for okay. the pod um gc green at 232 in this podcast there's a sneaky reference to podcast episode 24 freddy still doesn't know darth maul after three years <laughs> god <laughs> was this a pointless Damn. comment to make yes did i make the did i enjoy making the connection absolutely so look at the memory on gc green very impressive what in the world and that you is so impressive are so uneducated still and then, of course, we have yeah. responses. I still know who Darth Maul is. Darth Maul, what a connection. And Darth Maul, what a joke. Um, <laughs> Sheldon says, Doctor Strange risked the whole universe. I love, I love our comments that we get. It's pretty so great, right? Why? I, I, it's, Darth yeah. Maul, what a joke. <laughs> it's, it's absurd and also wonderful. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Sheldon says, Doctor Strange risked the whole universe to help a 15-year-old, which is a good point. Do- yeah, Doctor Strange, bit of a dumbass who also gets fooled by mathematics. Hmm, um, true. He clearly doesn't know geometry. <laughs> Harry says, love the pod, guys. My whole family thinks I'm insane because all they can hear from the other room is me laughing my ass off at the pod. I appreciate that, Harry. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and um, I'm sorry that your family... <laughs> think you're you? psychotic now. <laughs> I'm sure they don't hate you, but yeah, no. I, um... <laughs> I don't think he thought that until he just said it. <laughs> sorry, I've, I've planted that idea in his And I'm brain sorry now. that your family probably <laughs> want to put you up for adoption now. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, Josie says the LeFou's needs to be a thing. Uh, I'll try to uh, I'll try to keep us updated on that. I'll just put that in my notes. LeFou's, if I see anything bad news. Um, <laughs> the LeFou's. <laughs> Michael Scarn says, Christopher Smith, what a humorous person, which I believe is Peacemaker's secret identity. Um, <laughs> so, again, just, it never stops. Um, Daniel, another... Oh, oh my God, no! <laughs> I shit! Another really I've, enjoyable episode. Keep no. up the great work. Hashtag uncensor the podcast. Well, it's your lucky day. The pod is now uncensored. Connor says, today's a big day in PPP history. The boys have become men. That's right, because we can now say fuck and nothing will happen. <laughs> can I just interject? Please. I totally forgot to say. Oh boy. In the mini-reviews, I've watched four episodes of Peacemaker. More joke. Oh, you're, you're ahead of me then. What the hell? I am. It's so good. I genuinely love it. It's, it's a one great of my show, right? Favorite shows. It's really it's good. It's so enjoyable. Ah. It's like exactly my type <laughs> of humor. I love it. Awesome. Well, hey, it's so good. Next next episode. Let's have a, let's I'll try to catch up as well and let's have a bit of a peacemaker talk. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> I like it. Sean says, I do actually care a lot of, on this uncen- uh, censoring debate. Absolutely start uncensoring the pod. It would make it so much funnier. Um, most oh. viewers are probably teenagers or young adults anyways. Yeah, so big big support for the uncensoring. Michael Scarn still asking us to talk about pain and gain. You know, I'll put in a list. Just why not? <laughs> if you demand <laughs> you it. so tired. Yes. <laughs> um, Anson. We can talk about it, but neither of us will see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, finally, we'll finally just do it, even though it'll be a terrible segment. If that's what you want, Michael. Uh, Anson, <laughs> I'm fully aware that Jurassic World Dominion will probably just be over-the-top action and manipulative fan service, but I'm still insanely hyped. I love this franchise wholeheartedly. I can kind of, I get that. That's, you know, we all sort of let go some of our criticisms with, like, franchises we're attached to. Like, you know, No Way Home, you could probably poke some more holes in if you, it wasn't so, like, nostalgic, but I I, mm. I, I get that. Also, that that LeFou segment was one of the funniest in pod history. I was trying to make lunch, but I legitimately couldn't stand up. I was laughing so hard. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, oh, Jaden yeah. says, after finally watching Ghostbusters after... God damn it. We're back to this. <laughs> God damn it. After finally watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, I cannot believe that BHL did not like it, especially after watching the credits and seeing that Joshua Gad, known best for playing LeFou, plays the ghost muncher. What the fuck, BHL? I did not know Josh Gad was in Ghostbusters Afterlife, but that makes... Our whole Ghostbusters rant this episode, all the more poignant, I guess. <laughs> oh, all the better. LeFou's just in. <laughs> and finally, Cal W says, the maker of peace. What a jovial moment. God damn it. We've started a monstrous movement here. Um, so yeah, good <laughs> the stuff. The maker of peace. What a jovial <laughs> God damn it. 
um, I love it. It's so like the more I hear it is it's so it's so enjoyable. Also, I think we got some comments in that short I made about dog, but I can't find it right now. Although I believe oh yeah, I have it here. Michael Scarn says Potatum peaked with Gambit. And I just found that funny because Potatum never made Gambit. Anyway, we gotta go. We're always on a time crunch. I really think we have to pace these pods better, and by we I mean I, because we always end up like screaming and rushing and crying our way through the ending. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's the that's the beauty of it. Last thing here on the fan page, we have a tweet: Morbius will gross seventeen trillion dollars in the box office opening day. I I bet it will, and I bet it will all be from Freddie and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We'll just pay. We'll rent out every single cinema in the UK <laughs> and the world. Um, and the world. Well, yeah, that was the announcements and such for this week. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I mean, one of my God, excuse me. <laughs> Fuck. So that was the episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> if you did, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please leave a five star rating. And um, if you're listening on YouTube, the Poorly Planned Podcast, please subscribe, hit the like button, hit the bell button, comment your thoughts on this episode down below and what we talked about. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog. Also, check out the fan pages. Munches. <laughs> the fan pages linked down below and the fan made TikTok. And. Um, yeah, my, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidelgard. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Also, real quick, I just noticed that the bio for the pod fan page from Kian says, every podcast has its uniqueness. Just go with it from Trenton Bwaiths. So, <laughs> caught me really off guard. Anyway, thank you very much yeah. for listening, and we will see you next time. Harold. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>